All right, we are live. Welcome, everyone. This is HBA Live. It is Monday, November 26th. My name is Aaron Wallowick. Uh, please meet my co-host, Angela Pelk. Welcome, Angela. How are you? I'm great, Aaron. How's it all going this last uh, week of November? I know. Well, um, two things, right? I hope you all uh, had a great Thanksgiving and uh, a great, at least here in Michigan, a, a great really first major snowfall. I'm like looking outside my window now and it is still coming down. How about you all over there? Yeah, it's a little flushy. I see green, <laughs> but it won't be here for long. <laughs> nice. Well, um, our topic today is simply travel better and it uh, seems no more appropriate than our, our special guest, today joining us from her actual vehicle. So um, I'd like to introduce our special guest, Vanessa Block. Welcome to the show, Vanessa. Thank you so much. Honored to be here. I know your company is called Windshield Wellness, and I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. So I've uh, been traveling my whole life, but as a sales rep for the past 12, almost 13 years, and really just was looking for resources, honestly, um, to, to do it better. I was kind of the same things I was feeling. I was hearing my fellow travelers feeling. Um, we were kind of coming into the same things. We weren't eating as well on the road. We weren't exercising, uh, too busy, not making good health decisions, and ultimately affected every part of our lives, not just our traveling selves, but all the parts. When we went home, um, how we addressed things, how tired we were. And so I was just really looking for resources I, I could find in various places, but nothing together. So I started kind of just brainstorming, sort of looking at different ways. Um, maybe I could pull some resources together for people. So um, Winchfield Wellness is honestly, I just consider it a resource database, to be fair. It's, uh, it's things that I've learned. It's um, experiences that I've gotten from other people and talking to people. It's a lot of information and studies that I've been researching just ways that we can make a smoother transition to our kind of traveling life and then also a smoother transition into our regular life and how that affects ultimately affects so many different things um you know our well-being our physical health our mental health um and just so it's really this sort of brainchild and it's ever evolving i've learned so much since i started the process and i just keep learning more and more about how um how, how it affects us and how we can maybe do better that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, so just uh, a couple of notes for folks. First of all, uh, you're joining us from your vehicle, but we know that you're stationary. So just so everyone knows, Vanessa is safe. So um, we'll get that out of the way right now. Also, we included in the show notes for today's episode, a link to your current website, but I understand there is a, a revamp or a relaunch on the horizon. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, it's a work in progress. So I've definitely, um, I, I do have a full-time job. I have three little guys at home. So it's, um, it's an ever-evolving process um, as well. So this is something that I've been able to do in conjunction with my current life, but also understanding that, and I talk a lot about kindness and forgiveness on the site, um, being kind to myself and understanding how much time I have and what I'm able to do with it. So there's a lot coming. Really, I consider the full launch of the site to be January 1st of this next year. And, and just getting things dialed in and, and fitness plans. But I eventually hope to have not only that resource database, but opportunities for eBooks, things people can take with them, um, some merchandise and just a lot more information really filling out the site. So it's, it is a work in progress, I'm hoping to have that in a much better position in about five weeks. That's awesome. Well, uh, I think that there's a lot of information on there now and we'll dig into that. I have, 
I have so many pages like printed out and highlighted and things I want to ask. Um, so we'll get to that in a moment. We actually had the opportunity to meet um, a couple of weeks ago in person. You were so gracious enough to work with uh, one of our clients, the Association of Recreation and Education at their annual conference in Snowbird, Utah. Um, and I just wanted to not spend all of our time there, but just talk just a little bit about that experience uh, because I think it was a really good one. I'll be blogging on that here pretty soon so people can find more information, but it was uh, one, one of my goals for the conference this year, and certainly that's a unique group being um, outdoor recreation minded, but I wanted to bring a general session to that conference and to that group that allowed them to think about um, the dimensions of well-being. We had an opportunity to kick off the session, um, certainly in a very unique style. We had sort of theater set in, in a round, if you will, um, where one of our members actually kicked off um, sort of the five major well-beings uh, or well-being dimensions. And then you had the opportunity to lead conversation around one of those well-being dimensions, being that of emotional well-being. And I'm, I'm just curious if you would share just a little bit maybe about what you talked in that group and kind of your overall experience uh, at that event. Absolutely. I was, I was excited, but I was also pretty nervous. Emotional well-being is definitely that conversation that of the five dimensions, that can be a sticky part. Uh, if people feel uncomfortable sharing, um, if, you know, it, it does go back to that mental health conversation, honestly. And um, I was so impressed at how brave people were and how much they wanted to share and how willing they were to have the conversation. And it's become extremely eye-opening for me as I've developed this website, how important that well-being tab is. When I started, it was very much nutrition and fitness. Um, and that's what I thought was really going to be the element. And coming into that well-being conversation, that has become the, the part that I've had to research the most and learn the most about. And it was the same thing in the conference. People were... Um, they wanted to talk about it. They wanted to share. I think we're in a unique moment in our, in our evolution as a culture because we're coming into a conversation now where that emotional part isn't a sign of weakness. Mm -hmm. we're, we're getting, we're breaking down some of those stigmas and we're able to have those conversations. And, and we focused a lot of information about anxiety, lack of self-care. Um, that was a huge one. And people mm -hmm. were sharing things they either do or don't do. Um, and there was a lot of brainstorming, collaborative. I, that was another thing, you know, it's eight o'clock in the morning. We're talking about mental health. I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, I was a little concerned. I was like, this is going to be me talking the whole time. I better get a lot of content. Um, and people were just wanting to share. We went around, I gave opportunity, but the fact that they all did was amazing. And we were focusing on words, the words that we associate with, with emotional wellness and you know, so many people were willing to say, you know, oh gosh, I just don't do that. I push it to the end. But there were also great brainstorming moments of people saying, you know, with my staff in this situation, we take a mental health break or we take, you know, uh, we do a yoga or we do meditation or we encourage or we, you know, give a half day off on whatever once a month to go and do something for yourself. And, and it's, it's part of it. And I was, I was excited that people were willing to share that information. And honestly, I feel like I learned so much more from them and was excited that they were willing to talk um, so openly about, it's kind of a sticky subject. I mean, it's, it's, it's a challenging thing to talk about, but they were just willing and open. And one of the focuses of the conversation, obviously being AOR, was um, nature is medicine and how we can go out to go in. Um, and so really brought some of that conversation, both because they're leading groups of kids um, out maybe for their first experience. And we talk about this, 
group of, of people in the world right now is probably the most stressed and the most, um, you know, unable to have those mental resources and, and creating that environment for them. And, but also really focused on them as well. So we got a really nice opportunity to talk about them as um, learning from themselves and then using that knowledge to teach. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, in thinking about emotional well-being, we sort of turn to Gallup for their understanding of well-being and how it breaks down into various capacities, emotional well-being being one of them. And, you know, this this sort of category certainly touches on a variety of things. I think feelings and stress and autonomy and just ability to cope with the day-to-day life and stressors of our work and our home is important. I think sometimes we forget how much emotion and feeling is attached to so much of the work that we do. Um, In this sort of Western culture, we spend so much of our time kind of walking through the day or doing the things that we need to do or checking things off of our list and don't necessarily slow down to understand how it's affecting us and those around us. And so taking this time to not only think about well-being in general, but to break it down into categories like emotional well-being, career well-being, physical, social, and spiritual well-being was a really interesting phenomenon for this group. And I like this idea of sort of um, going outside to, to look or to turn inside. And that's kind of what we did, thinking about how important it is for our attendees, our meeting attendees, um, but our members as professionals to uh, think about their own well-being and to start with themselves before they're able to affect and impact those around them. And so it was a really great opportunity to start that conversation. And one of the things that we did as a result of that session uh, was we asked people to set their intention before they left. And so everyone had the opportunity on on a leaf to set an intention, whether it's to think or recenter or to pause um, or to do something specific for themselves around health, well-being, nutrition, working out, whatever it is. Um, And the range was pretty great in terms of um, feedback or insights that we got. And then we collected them and built the sort of tree of intention that we posted later that evening. Some of you saw those pictures on Facebook and I'll include them in the blog post. But um, I just wanted to thank you for your participation in that engagement. And as a result of that, I was literally like, Angela, immediately reach out to Vanessa. (laughs) This person is awesome and our goal getters need to hear from her. And so that kind of is what brings us to today. That's awesome. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I don't really have housekeeping for today, Angela, other than to remind people to follow the Vimeo channel. I know that Christina will be uh, drawing um, uh, from those followers for a pair of HBA Goal Getter socks. Was there anything else you had on our to-do list? No, I think think that's it. Just sign up for that Vimeo channel so that, um, and share it too. Um, It's one thing to sign up, but gosh, um, you know, we'd love to build up the following there. Um, and of course, in our Healthy by Association community here on Facebook. So if you have colleagues, coworkers, um, other, you know, vendor associates who help you do what you do, um, we'd love to have them along for the ride. Now, before, um, Angela, you start your uh, first question uh, with Vanessa, you have a little um, gift maybe off to the side there that you just want to show all of our viewers. <laughs> Let me just take a sip here. <laughs> How cool is this, friends? 
So there might be new goal getter and HVA um, water bottles. So just be on the lookout for those. And of course, um, if you're watching us live or have questions for Vanessa, please post in the chat. Um, we'll look forward to sharing those with her throughout, um, throughout the balance of our conversation. But with that, Angela, I'll have you take it away. Well, Vanessa, I'm just so I'm so glad you're here, and I really enjoy pouring over um, your website uh, when Aaron first said, "Get this woman on our show." Um, so, and and you know, being in the convention and association industry, we know that travel is part of it, and um, I just like to hear a little bit from you about sort of like what is your travel schedule like, and how did you? I know you said a little bit in your introduction how you came to. Um, you know, put your website together as a resource. But, you know, I'd like to know, um, you know, like how does your schedule make you feel and how how is all of that? Because you travel a lot. I do, I travel about 50% of the time. So um, what I was finding, and again, what some of this inspiration, I guess I would say, was that when I would go out on the road, I'd maybe go for two or three weeks at a time. That's easier for me because I have little guys. So if I can just kind of lump it together and then have a lump of time at home, that was easier than trying to coordinate childcare mixed in. But then I would go for maybe three weeks, um, maybe come home on the weekends if I could. But of course, every time I came home, I was drained. I was exhausted. Um, I tried to pack in as much as I could during that travel time to make it as efficient as possible. But what it meant was I was eating out of my car, whatever I could find. I was drinking a ton of coffee. I was not drinking water. I was, I was picking up any germ I could find in the world. And so I would basically come home just depleted five pounds heavier and sick. Yeah. And you can only do that so much, you know, until you're like, what, what can I do? How can I change this? Yeah. When I started that life, I was traveling with a group of people because we were in an agency. So I own an agency now. It's an outdoor repping agency. Um, and I'm at the helm at this point because my husband has moved on in his career to a different um, job. So, uh, but at the time, you know, a group of us, we would travel together. We were on the road quite a bit. We would eat fast food. We would sleep wherever. If we slept, we would keep going. We just pushed those limits constantly. And we were in our 20s and we didn't care. And, you know, it wasn't as big a deal if we ate four burgers, you know, because whatever, we weren't thinking about it. And as time moved on, I wasn't ready to make those life sacrifices every time I went on the road because I was on the road all the time. Yeah. And so it wasn't special anymore. It wasn't like, oh, it's a celebration meal because I'm eating at a restaurant. It was, I'm eating at a restaurant all the time. What am I going to do differently so I don't mm -hmm. weigh 10 pounds more every time I come home? Like, it just wasn't yeah. going to work anymore. And that's, you know, we hear the same things when I talk to people about this lifestyle. Insomnia, very, very common um, weight gain, poor nutrition, illness, very, very common. Loneliness is another one. These are the things that plague the modern traveler. And, um, they're very common for all of us. We, we, you know, talk to anyone who travels any amount of time. If you've even, even if you don't travel that often, you still come into some of those things when you travel, you know, occasionally. So, well, um, and let's, and let's, I just want to sort of chime in here that it certainly yeah. has been your experience. I think Angela and I can certainly relate to that to varying degrees, but even just some, some basic stats. I just want to share that I highlighted here. I have so many things highlighted, just a couple I want to pull out. So um, you mentioned according to us travel.org, 2.6 million people travel for work and it 
represents a $308 billion industry. U.S. residents logged 457.4 million trips for business purposes in 2016, with 38% of those for meetings and events. And so thinking about our own viewers, that includes, uh, you know, things that we have to do for our own work and our own job, and things like site visits and, and travel out for conferences, meetings, and events. But it's also thinking about how our members are traveling and our attendees are traveling for some of the things that we do as well. Um, another stat here, according to a New York Times article, um, um, hearing that tra travelers are being um, affected by insomnia, weight gain, viruses. Um, in a research study, 13,000 business travelers um, checked them for cholesterol scores, body mass index, and various other health markers. And we're seeing uh, bad airport food, uneven exercise, and, and jet lag as being some of the primary things affecting us in our travel. Um, and one last thing that I just wanted to point out that I thought was interesting, Harvard Business Review, um, the frequent business traveler accelerates aging, increases likelihood of heart attack or stroke, and more than 70% of business travelers report symptoms of unhealthy lifestyle, including poor diet, Excess drinking, lack of exercise, stress, mood swings, anxiety, and GI issues. I mean, it's no wonder that, you know, it's not only our own experience, and the three of us kind of have a variety of those experiences, but this is a greater epidemic issue um, that, we, that we need to be worried about. And so I think you've helped us, uh, in particular on your website now, break it down into a couple of major areas areas, well-being being one of those, but also nutrition and fitness being two other major areas. And I just kind of thought we could take one of these at a time, and maybe you could just share some of your top tips or tricks in thinking about each of these, uh, maybe starting mm -hmm. with nutrition, like food. When we're on the road or when we're traveling, both on the road but acclimatizing back into our home life, what are some tips or tricks that you have in terms of food? Consistency. And I know, and I, I bring it up, as it's almost an oxymoron, but it's necessary. Yeah. And so one of the things, I actually have a go kit and I, I have a couple of different bags that I leave packed all the time. One of them is wellness. The wellness bag has like emergency um, hand sanitizer, um, just, you know, various nutritional supplements, things that are got zinc lozenges, um, mm. traveling on the plane, you always need, um, basically moisture. Moisture is going to save you on the plane from germs. So, yep. and so, so that's one kit that I always have. So it's like eye drops, um, lotion, things like that. That's going to be one kit that's packed. Another one is nutrition. So I keep um, protein powder. I keep green food. I do effervescent green tabs. I cannot say enough about those, but anything that you can find, they have, you know, Costco has little packages. Like there's, you can get them anywhere. Having green food, it's a serving of fruits and vegetables in a packet. You can mix it into anything. Um, that type of stuff, having that easy grab stuff with you, I try to get, you know, that's all fruit bars. You can pick whatever your kit looks like, yeah. but just nutrition dense stuff in a bag. I always keep it zipped. It's packed all the time. If I'm like, Hey, I got to grab and I remember to replenish it when I come home. But if I'm, you know, Oh my gosh, last minute trip, grab my two bags done. Like I don't have to think about it. And so that's easy traveling in the car snacks, having those snacks that are easy for you to take with you. Um, you know, we, we know the top five, 10 snacks that are going to be healthy for us, it's the fruits, the vegetables, um, almonds, things like that, having them in the car next to you. So you're not tempted to stop, you know, Oh, there's the, Oh, I'm at Starbucks. I might as well get the blah, blah, blah as well. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, no. Um, and then also if I'm going on a longer trip, I always make sure to have 
um, my coffee, my, you know, approach, like a, I do a bullet, I have a bullet with me so I can make shakes. Um, but there's easy ways too. say you're flying and you don't have that option. You can make a really healthy meal out of a crappy hotel breakfast pretty easily. So you take their oatmeal, you mix in some peanut butter. Um, if they have fruit to cut up in there, boom, if you have a protein powder packet, you pop that in there, that's pretty healthy. I mean, you're going to be able to create a better opportunity for yourself in pretty much any situation if you make those choices. I love what you said before. You said it's the consistency, right? Not every meal out while you're traveling can be a celebration or a blowout or whatever. That's where the difference is. And I love that you come armed with that stuff. Like you keep your breakfast as normal as possible. Not every meal has to be like, you know, the grand buffet at whatever even if it's at yeah. the, you know, express hotel. I love that. I almost go the other way. I almost say, if you can stay a little healthier on the road, you yeah. go home and celebration <laughs> meals with your family. That's with so your much friends. better. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so much better. Yeah. You really are celebrating. So, and yeah. that's, again, that's making those choices. If you want to research, if you're going out to, you know, a big dinner with people, you can look at the menu ahead of time. You can make those choices ahead of time. So you're not walking into that situation, starving end of the day, maybe if had a cocktail sure I'll have the steak burger and mashed potatoes or whatever you can say you know what I, I pre-planned to have this salmon salad with lemon wedges instead of dressing and that's what I'm going to order right right well and I think that part of that is that pre-planning I think that Angela and I talked about last week going into the Thanksgiving week just thinking about um, thinking about the big day. So thinking about Thanksgiving Day and what that was going to look like and, and doing it under um, like a clear mind, uh, not being hungry, like just thinking in advance. And I think that part of this is about thinking in advance. And, you know, so many of us that travel so much have like the toiletry bag packed all of the time or have certain clothes set aside all the time. Our workout bag is always set up and set aside, like go the extra mile to have the sort of wellness or in nutrition bag or pack set up all of the time. So you're ready to go. It makes sense. And we're doing it in other aspects of our life too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cool. So um, moving along um, to fitness, um, that's sort of maybe a second tier or pillar that, that you have on your website and you talk a lot about. And so I'd just be curious, you know, as we're sort of these road warriors and as we're trying to simply travel better, what are ways we can do that in the fitness sphere? Well, we talk ourselves out of a lot of things, I think. And it's sort of like, well, if I can't work out for two hours, I'm not going to do it at all. Or if I can't do it in the morning, I'm not going to do anything. And right. I think a big part of adjusting your thought process, there's a couple different ways. I think about it. If you're staying in a hotel, maybe they have a gym, maybe you don't want to go down there. Um, anything you do in the day to make a healthy choice is wonderful anything when you're traveling and so maybe you i always say pick two pick two things make a protein shake do do a 15 minute workout um you know i i very often if i'm feeling stressed or i maybe i decided to sleep in a little bit longer because it was a crazy week and it's been a long week um i'll do squats while i dry my hair i'll you know as i'm getting ready between the elements of getting ready i'll do push-ups anything that you decide to do to to move your body in that way to do a sun salutation, to get up a few minutes early, you can do a killer 10 minute hit workout. Do a wall sit. Do a wall yeah. sit for, do five wall sits. You're going to ache all day, but you've done something <laughs> and it's, it's major body activate in a way that's going to jumpstart your whole day in a positive yeah. way. 
Um, a lot of times we get a break between a conference and dinner. You don't want to get sweaty because you're not going to want to get ready again. Fine. If you do a couple wall sits, maybe a little bit of sweat, not a lot of sweat, just a couple of things. Maybe you take the stairs. Um, you're making conscious decisions to move your body, to keep it activated, to, to move yourself forward. And we so often are like, well, I didn't get up. It's done. The day is done. You know? And we, and we excuse no. ourselves. <laughs> And, and it's not, you can do anything at any point to be helpful for yourself. It's amazing how little you can do that can be beneficial if you're consistent. I love that. Um, I love that so much. You know, one of the interesting things, and this isn't necessarily a travel tip, but it is like for me, a Sunday evening tip. So um, I don't know about anyone else, but Sunday evening, um, you know, even even this past week, I've had my mind sort of shifted into Thanksgiving, into holiday mode. Um, and I've just been focused on family and friends and like doing those types of things. And then going into Sunday night, I like start thinking about, okay, Monday and all the things I have to do and work. And for whatever reason, that gets me into this like insomnia mode where I have trouble sleeping on on Sunday nights. And what I realized is that Sunday night for me is like a really important time for me to go work out. So I go to the gym, I go work out, I sweat it out, I do what I have to do. And then for whatever reason, like you come home, you take a shower, and you're almost into that routine of like getting yourself set up for a good night's rest. And yeah, I just sleep, sleep so much better and start my Monday off in such a, a better way. And I think you're exactly right. Like I, you know, we had a major snowstorm here. And so it wasn't really practical for me to get out and like go um, work out this morning at the gym, <clears throat> which PS and by the way, I'll probably get the best workout later this afternoon when I have to shovel all this crap. But um, <laughs> in the meantime, like that workout the night before, like completely set me up for a great day today. And so I don't know, just being mindful of that, I think is so great. And I think you're exactly right. We talk ourselves out. It's like, oh, I always spend 40 minutes or an hour or whatever it is. I don't have that much time. I can't do it. Or once you factor in like how much time to change my clothes and to go there and come back and shower and change, I don't have time for that so much. But so many of our friends and colleagues sort of schedule and build in that time into their schedule. Um, it's important to be mindful of, and I like this idea around consistency and, and doing what you would normally do, but also finding small wins as well if you can't do the full workout or whatever it is. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I know that our time is winding down, and we talked a little bit about well-being already, but I would love this sort of third pillar around well-being. And as we think about this sort of mantra around simply traveling better, I'd just be curious if you have any thoughts or tips or tricks as it, as it really relates to well-being. I think some of the things you've already touched on are dead on mindfulness and intention. Honestly, it will get you through so many different things. We'll focus on so many different things. So, um, you know, we talk about intention of how your day is going to look planning consistency, but I find just being very mindful of, of how you're traveling through your space. Obviously there's going to be a lot of stresses involved in travel. There's a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of uncertainties, but understanding that those are there, building those into your mental process and allowing for those things and sort of taking advantage. Okay, I have a two-hour plane delay. We're sitting on the plane. There's a baby crying. Great. On go the noise-canceling headphones. You've got two hours to do something that you didn't have before. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to be mad? Or are you going to write your workout plan for the week? Um, get some more work done. Maybe you're going to meditate. Maybe you're going to listen to a podcast. I mean, be, be prepared for all those unexpected moments and then your travel experience will be so much less stressful and so much better for you. And again, the less stress you have on the road, the less stress you're going to bring home, the better you're going to sleep, the more you're going to be able to be active and a part of your life when you're not on the road. 
so good. I think you, yeah, that's so good. We talked, we've talked before too about like, what do you do with these little pockets of time? Like, what do you do with a 15 minute window? What do you do with a 30? What do you do with two hours? I love that. I'd pop on a podcast and just like go with it. <laughs> that's so good. Well, I, I think part of it is like just being uh, aware that things are going to happen, right? So mm-hmm. um, for people who are traveling yesterday, so, uh, hundreds of flights were canceled because of the snow and weather. Um, and I think that's exactly right. You can approach it in a very stressful, off-putting way um, that, that, that elevates your blood pressure and that, you know, I'm going to go have a drink or I'm going to go eat, you know, a special meal or whatever it is. I mean, you can, you can approach your life or that delay in that way, or you can sort of take this other route. I think we have to remember that, uh, you know, I can't affect the weather, but I can affect how I react to the weather. And so pushing pause to think about what's, what's that intention or, or meaningfulness, or what is the mindfulness with which you're going to approach that, that thing that pops up. I mean, everything's, something's going to pop up. (laughs) It's just a matter of, I guess, how, how we deal with that. Right. Personal resilience is probably the best thing you can cultivate in yourself for travel or your regular life. Just honestly creating that mindfulness and intention and not using this thought process of, um, boy, this is wasting my time. You still have the time. The time is still there. Maybe you're not going to be able to do what you thought you were going to be able to do, but the time is still there. So how can you use that Mm -hmm. in a way that's going to work for your day and yourself? And maybe it is, hey, you know what? I got this extra hour. I can't do anything let's do a self-care. Let's do a moment here. Let's, let's mm-hmm. have a carved time. Let's read this book I've been carrying around in my bag that I haven't picked up once, you know, yeah. any of those things that you can do. Um, you know, one of the things that I always say, and I, I bring it up in every talk and I, I really hone in on on the website is uh, we use the word busy a lot. I'm busy. I'm too busy. I can't, you know, I'm busy. If you take the word busy out of your word, out of your word bank and put in the word priority, Mm-hmm. you're holding yourself far more accountable. Yeah. I didn't make it a priority today. I didn't make yeah. that a priority today. Yeah. Everyone has the same 24 hours. People who get more done with you than you have 24 hours as well. Nobody got more time. That's so right. they made yeah. different priorities and that's, that's what they did. So you can change your priority set as well. Sometimes it's spoken for us, sometimes isn't, but we all have the same 24 hours. Yeah. I love that. Great takeaway. So what is the thing um, that we didn't ask or what's the big takeaway that you'd like to share with folks as we wind down today? Probably that last thing I said. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, honestly, that's, that's a huge way that I sort of frame yeah. my day. And I think that it's a good way to go into any traveling moment, whether it's car, plane, train. Um, it's, really, it's really kind of those two things of their mindfulness and intention mm-hmm. and then just creating your priority map and yeah. saying, um, you know, I have this conversation with one of my sales reps a lot. She's like, I drive all day and I don't do anything, but then I'm exhausted and I have plenty of time to work out, but I don't. And I was like, you have to, I felt like in that situation, in many of these situations, you have to frame up your mind ahead of time mm-hmm. and you don't, you don't allow yourself the opportunity. Like I'm going to get there at five o'clock. I'm not just going to give up because I'm tired. I'm going to think about my workout ahead of time. What am I going to do? I often get to psych myself up and get excited about that, but you can do that in, in any situation yeah. if you're mindfully walking into your life and saying, you know, all of these things will happen. There will be a baby. There will be a late flight. There will be a, a traffic jam. There will be, I, you know, I'm sitting on the sciatica issue that I, you know, there's always, there's always a something, mm-hmm. um, but creating that mindfulness and intention will get you past your excuses yeah. to the part where you're successful. And then um, creating that priority set and, and really 
cultivating your resilience is going to be what's successful, I think, on the road, mm-hmm. but ultimately what allows you to transition to your home life and, and create a better quality of life all the way around. Well, and thinking about, for me, it's also about thinking about how that workout or how eating well or whatever it is is going to make me feel. I mean, there are so many times, like yesterday was one of those times where I'm like, oh, I could go out and go work out. Um, and I was like, actually, it will make me feel awesome. Like, I will mm-hmm. feel so happy once I do it. Like, yeah. uh, it's kind of like that hurts so mm-hmm. good. It's like, I, I, mm-hmm. I, it makes me feel good. And I know that the wind down will be so much better. It's just, it's interesting to also think about sort of how it will make me feel, whatever that thing mm-hmm. is, and kind of work that into um, the reasons, if you're kind of weighing them out, the reasons to go do that thing like, yeah. uh, as well. I mean, Angela, yeah, I know that. And no one's ever felt worse after working out. No one's That's ever been right. like, I'm yeah. now. You don't regret that workout. <laughs> Never. Not at all. Right. Angela, was there anything else um, that you had or wanted to lift up before we wind down? No, I'm just, I just love what you said about the priority versus I'm busy versus mm-hmm. I didn't make it a priority. That is so impactful. And if any, if you could just make that mind shift for something that you really want to go for, that you win <laughs> right there. Huge. Absolutely. So um, we want to thank you for joining us today, Vanessa, as people uh, might want to reach out to you, whether they're watching the live um, feed now or they listen to the archived version, what's a good way to get in touch with you? So Windshield Wellness is on Facebook. Um, We also have an Instagram account. So that's a great way as well. Um, and then people are free to email me. I don't know if you have a link, an easy way to put a link, but it's just yep. Vanessa at GoAAO. So I can, I can do that as well. And I'm happy to answer questions via email and um, share information. And again, the, when that website launches, there's going to be a contact me page. Actually, it's on there now. So if you yep. go there in, in the bearable version, um, there is a contact page on the windshieldwellness.com. Great. Well, as soon as that new website is launched, definitely come back. We would love to chat with you more. I know that 30 minutes certainly goes by fast. Um, We want to thank Angela as well, obviously, for joining us today. And Angela, do you want to tee up next week? Yeah. So HBA community, we asked you to participate in a survey and we have the results of that survey. We'll have Sarah Kruger on next week to chat with us about uh, the results of the survey. So come come back next week for that. Yeah, I think lots of great findings that are applicable certainly to this group and this community, but also to our own organizations as well. So think about what those transferable findings are. We'll be happy to share those with you and and think about that a little bit. But in the meantime, I just want to end uh, with this. HBA and HBA Live, as always, is powered by intention, and we hope that you'll power your week with intention as well. We hope that you'll take this opportunity to hit the reset button, whether you're in the snow or in someplace sunny and warm today. Um, Just take this moment to set one intention for the week, whether it's about simply traveling better or whether it's about something else related to your health and wellness. um, Now's the time to um, take that moment for you. We hope that you'll share both your successes and your struggles with us on Facebook and allow us to support you, but also to inspire others who are dealing with many of the same things as well. I know as um, the holidays continue to approach, I know one behind us, but several more in front of us, I'll be doing a lot of travel as well, both for work and, and for pleasure. And, uh, you know, one of my intentions this week is to think about my own travel this holiday season and, and 
in a season where maybe I'm less focused on health and wellness because it's sort of a downtime and I, I slack a little bit, I think my intention is to be a little more mindful and to keep that consistency um, throughout this season. So um, that's my intention. I hope that you'll consider yours as well. But in the meantime, thanks for joining us today. Until next week, please take advantage of the Facebook community and engage with us there um, and have a great week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye now.